Section 2 of The Persian Hidden Words Revealed by Baha'u'llah Translated by Anton Haddad This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org Recording by Nicholas James Bridgewater The Persian Hidden Words Revealed by Baha'u'llah Section 2 Persian Hidden Words 20 to 38 20 In the eighth of the lines of holiness in the fifth tablet of paradise he commands saying O dead men on the bed of negligence centuries have passed and ye have ended your precious lives yet not a single pure soul hath ever come to our field of holiness ye are talking in oneness whilst ye are drowned in the sea of polytheism ye have loved the one world which is hated by me and ye have taken my enemy as your own friend ye are walking with the greatest pleasure and mirth upon my earth heedless that my earth detests you and that the things of the earth are fleeing from you if ye open your eyes but a little ye will know that a hundred thousand griefs are better than thy pleasure and will count death as more to be preferred than this life twenty one o moving dust i am attached to thee whilst thou art without hope in me the sword of rebellion hath cut off the tree of thy hope i am in all wise near unto thee whilst in every condition thou art far from me i have chosen unceasing honour for thee whilst thou hast wished an endless humility for thyself enough while there is yet time repent and lose not the opportunity twenty two o son of passion the possessors of wisdom and insight struggled for years and did not attain union with the most exalted the all splendid made haste all their lives and did not meet the most beautiful but thou hast attained the destination without hastening and hast gained thy desire without seeking yet after gaining all these degrees and ranks thou wert so covered with the veil of thyself that thine eyes did not behold the beauty of the beloved and thine hand did not touch the hem of the loved one therefore marvel at this o possessors of insight twenty three o dwellers in the country of love mortal winds have surrounded the eternal candle 
and the beauty of the spiritual youth is shrouded in dull and dark dust the king of kings of love is oppressed by the hand of the subjects of tyranny and the nightingale of holiness is clutched in the talons of owls all the abiders under the canopy of abha and of the supreme kingdom of the most high are moaning and wailing while ye are seated at ease upon the earth of negligence and have counted yourselves of the sincere lovers therefore that which ye suppose is false twenty four o ignorant ones who have a reputation for knowledge why do ye claim to be shepherds whilst inwardly ye have become wolves of my sheep your likeness resembles the star preceding the dawn which is apparently bright and luminous but in reality leads the caravans of my country and city astray and causes their destruction twenty five o perfect in appearance and inwardly defective your example is like unto a clear but bitter water which shows outwardly the utmost purity and clearness but when it falls into the hands of the divine assayer not a single drop of it is accepted yea the radiance of the sun shines upon the dust and upon the mirror but there is a great difference between the earth and the guarding stars nay the distance between them is illimitable twenty six o my friend by word consider a little hast thou ever heard that a heart could contain both the beloved and the stranger then send away the stranger so the beloved will enter his own dwelling twenty seven o son of the dust i have ordained for thee all things in the heavens and in the earth except the hearts which i have appointed as a place for the descent of the radiance of my own beauty and splendour and thou hast relinquished my dwelling and my place to one besides me so that whenever the appearance of my holiness came into his own place finding there someone besides himself and beholding a stranger he hastened back homeless to the sacred precincts of the beloved notwithstanding i covered this and disclosed not the secret desiring not thy shame twenty eight o essence of passion how many mornings i came from the orient of the placeless unto thy place and found thee upon the bed of ease occupied with other than myself and returned like the spiritual lightning to the clouds of kingly honour and in the retreat of my nearness declared it not before the hosts of holiness twenty nine o son of generosity 
Thou wert in the deserts of non-existence, but I made thee, by the means of the earth of command, to appear in the world of possession, and I charged all the atoms of contingency and the realities of creation with thine education, so that, before issuing from thy mother's womb, I ordained to thee two springs of bright milk. I appointed eyes to guard thee, set thy love in all minds, and with pure generosity I reared thee under the shadow of my mercy, and surrounded thee with the essence of my favour and grace. By all this I intended to enable thee to enter our eternal might, and deserve our invisible presence. But thou, O heedless one, when thou didst reach maturity, neglected all my favours, and occupied thyself with thy false imaginations, so that thou didst entirely forget me, and leaving the door of the beloved, went and dwelt in the porch of the enemy. 30. O servant of the world, many mornings the breeze of my grace passed through thee, and found thee upon the couch of heedlessness, and wept over thy condition, and turned back. 31. O son of the earth, if thou lovest me, love none other besides me. If thou desireth my beauty, withdraw thine eye from the people of the world, because my love and the love of that which is beside me is like fire and water, which cannot be enclosed in the same mind and heart. 32. O stranger to the friend! The candle of thy mind is kindled by the hand of my power. Then quench it not with the contrary winds of strong desires and passions. The healer of all thy diseases is my remembrance. Forget it not. Make my love thy capital and cherish it as the spirit of thine eye. 33. O my brother, hear my beautiful words from my pleasant tongue, and drink the true salsabil of holiness, water of life, from my sweet lips. That is, sow the seeds of my divine wisdom in the holy ground of the mind, and water it with conviction. Then the hyacinth of my wisdom and knowledge shall spring up verdantly in the holy city, the heart. 34. O people of the garden of my paradise, I set the plant of your affection and friendship, in the holy flower-bed of paradise, with the hand of compassion, and watered it with the showers of mercy. Now is it near to bearing fruit, 
make an effort that it may be preserved and be not burned with the fire of desire and lust thirty five o my friends quench the lamp of error and illuminate the eternal torch of guidance in the mind and heart for in a short while the assayers of the existence shall accept naught but pure virtue in the portico of the presence of the adored one and will receive none but holy deeds thirty six o son of the soil the wise among the people are those who speak not unless they find a listener as the cup-bearer never offers a cup unless he finds one desiring it and as the lover who unless he has attained to the beauty of the beloved never cries out from the depths of his soul therefore ye also should sow the grains of knowledge and wisdom in the holy ground of the mind and conceal them there until the hyacinth of divine wisdom springs up in the heart and not in the clay thirty seven it is recorded and written in the first line of the tablet and is concealed under the covering of divine preservation o my servant give not up the eternal dominion for a carnal desire and cast not away the kingdom of paradise for a lust this is the kawthar water of life which flows from the source of the merciful pen blessed be whosoever drinketh it thirty eight o son of spirit shatter the cage and soar loftily in the air of holiness like the homa of love leave the ego and repose with souls of mercy in the lordly court of holiness homa is the name of a bird somewhat larger than a dove it is rarely seen but there is a persian tradition that whoever is once under the shadow of its wings shall surely become a king end of section two recording by nicholas james bridgewater recorded in london england